Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Legacy. 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 This is the Aztec Legacy Podcast with yours truly, Robert Ortiz, where we honor and learn from the legacies of the past, present, and future Aztecs. And I have the honor and privilege to have one of my former teammates, um, my brother, a uh, guy in the trenches, the one that made it possible for me to go out and catch a football and score a touchdown, uh, my boy Jasper Harvey. What's going on, brother? Man, nothing, man. What's good with you, Rob? Man, glad to be here. Glad to be, be able to communicate with you from all the way from the Atlanta, At- all the way in the South. <laughs> ATL, man, from shoot. Yeah, ATL. From the N-O to SD yeah. to shoot. Where'd you, what other stops? Philadelphia. Man, Philly, rest, uh, Washington, Arizona. Berlin, if you want to throw that in there. Oh, yeah. We, hey, I forgot we had that moment together, too. Yeah, we, yeah, we went out there for a little bit. And I found a home out here in Atlanta. Well, right outside of Atlanta, nice. in Georgia. Hey, congratulations, man. I mean, you, you, you went on and did some great things after college. Um, and now you're doing even greater thing, you know, giving back to our future generation. So um, that's amazing. This podcast is about your legacy and – really how you got to San Diego State, um, you know, a little bit before you got here, then how you got here, then um, into while you were at San Diego State, you know, just some of the things you learned and some of the things, maybe some stories, if you have some funny stories. I mean, you know, we could just get into it. But first off, my first question is, um, you grew up in New Orleans or Louisiana, you know, give us that background real quick. Uh, grew up in the, the metropolitan area, so I w- actually grew up, the city I grew up in was called Marrero. It's about five minutes from New Orleans, the actual city of New Orleans, uh, considered the West Bank. Uh, so you had to cross the Mississippi River to get to where I lived at. Um, played out there, lived out there, born and raised, family still out there. So yes, every hurricane season, I get all the phone calls, the family okay? Uh, but, you know, grew up out there, played at a High school, uh, Shaw High School, out there, pretty much two minutes away from my house. You know, been been doing it ever since. <laughs> nice. And um, what what I know you're a football player, but I mean, you're also an athlete. So I I'm wondering, <laughs> did you play any other sports growing up? Did I played? I mean, I did everything. Basketball. I mean, I made the high school basketball team. Played on it. You're a hooper. Uh, Okay. Oh, man, you know that, man. You know, we used to go to the art, man, every once in a while. Uh, but, uh, you know, my team was full of six foot eight kids, and I was six foot two and a half at the time. So I just became a practice player eventually. Oh, okay. I ain't no shame in my game. I was a role player. I was a role guy. Got uh, it, got it. Maybe so, the muscle, maybe the muscle, you know. Yeah, I was, I was the beef in the middle. Couple elbows um, here and there. Exactly. Uh, but then I, I, I kind of, you know, Towards my junior senior year, I kind of gave it up and just became more of a fan. But I still would go out there and hoop with them every once in a while. Um, did track, track and field, played baseball as well. I mean, I was um, state, placing state um, my junior and senior year in both the discus and the shot. Nice. So, and you, did you even think that you would do potentially could do something like that in the um, in college? Maybe. 
I thought about it for at least for track, but then um, man, football was where it was at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I just always wondered, like, I always played football, basketball, baseball. And, you know, growing up, I didn't care which one I was going to go do uh, beyond, you know, high school. I just wanted to do one of them, you know. So that's why I asked, like, you know, you might have oh, been yeah. like, man, I was that dude. I thought I, that was where I was going <laughs> to go. I thought I was going to go to the Olympics, you know. But, hey, you never know. I, I wish. I wish I could have been like that. Uh, I was pretty decent at baseball. I what position? What position? I can hit. I was good at hitting, but you put me back there at catching. Them knees started hurting a little bit after all that grinding pound playing on them trenches. Yeah. And then I get out there in first base. They try to make that long stretch. So, ooh, man, these growings ain't what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and stick to what I know. Put me out there on, on that line. Let me do what I do. Yeah. So, okay. So, now we get into football. Um it was O-line always your position? Because I know, like, everybody starts on Like, even I started on the O-line when I was in Pop Warner, you know. So, you know, yeah. you might be like, man, I was I was a fullback. I was this, you know, tight end. What, 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 what positions did you play in football? I was an athletic big man. Um, I didn't play middle school football. I did play rec ball. I was always uh, somewhere on the O-line, D-line, a little chubby kid. Um, didn't play middle. Got to high school, but when I was athletic. I played basketball. Yeah. So wanted to play D line. We had a uh, we had a lot of guys that had already been playing D line that would play there in the eighth grade. So when I came in as a ninth grader, they didn't have any more room. So they're like, "Man, we need O line," and we ran pretty much that veer wing T type football back then. They need that you know that tackle they can get up on them them linebackers. Absolutely. And they look at me. They're like, "Look, we got him." So. And then I think those coaches, because they put me in that position, and look where we at now. So if, if they'd never said, "Hey, get that left tackle," a long time ago, I might still be in New Orleans working on the shipyard or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, as a coach, you know, I, we're gonna get back to your story, but as a coach, um, how how do you? Um, view players you know do you try to put them in the best position uh, for now or do you try to put them in the best position as your coaches did for you to you know go on to the next level because I know I always seen players like you know they're just playing these positions because that's what their team needs at the time but then it's like man but they're not going to play that in the next level you know so how as a coach now do you you know pass it on to your players it's a real thin line. It's a real thin line because you want to look out for the best interest for the kids. And at the same time, you got to, you paid them, you know, you paid them win games. Yeah. We may put a kid out of position. We let the kid know, like, look, we know that you may be this, you know, but you can help us here. Um, and then you're the best position that we have for here. Like we have right now, we got a safety that probably was going to play outside linebacker in the next level. He's a sophomore. He's six foot, one and a half, you know, nice, solid kid, but he can run. So, but as he gets older and bigger, stronger, faster, he's probably going to move to an outside linebacker. Got it. But as a sophomore right now, we have to put him at safety because that's where he fits for us right now. And we've had that conversation with his family and talked to both of them. I love, we know when he's a senior, He's probably gonna move down right now. When you know people ask about him, we talk. We tell him, say, hey, look, he's probably gonna be more of an outside backer type kid. 
you know, he also plays receiver for us. So, you know how that goes. Yeah. I mean, receivers always don't turn into being an outside linebacker or a safety type guy. Yeah. But, you know, that's just us kind of trying to see the future. Yeah. But in, the, in actuality, we don't know what's going to happen. This kid may not get any bigger. You know, he may stay the same size and just get stronger, though. Yeah. So, well, the good thing is it's a tough line, you know. Yeah, the good thing is you you guys are are mindful of that, and you guys aren't just looking. You, you know, you have experience, so you can tell him, "Look, this is what you might play, but this is where we need you now." So at least you communicated that to him. That's that's the the most important part. That's that's the key part. I mean, that's just like me. I played left tackle in, in you know high school, but I played center all four years in college and in the next level. Yeah. So, you know, what a lot of people don't know, I could snap a lick before I came to San Diego State. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, that's something to, know, hey, that's something to yeah. mark. Little, little note. <laughs> <laughs> I could snap a lick. I mean, I, I knew how to snap. I just couldn't, I just never did it in a game. So there was no film. So when I got recruited, they were recruiting me as a center guard. And of course, I'm sitting there telling every coach, you know, they came see me, shaking hands. Oh, I can snap. Could snap a lick. Never did it. Never did it. That wasn't an emergency snapper. You know, was none of that. Yeah. So, but I mean, I mean, I was I was an athlete, so I could do whatever you asked me to do. I could pretty much do. Yeah. And I did it. So, so you mentioned it. So let's let's talk about it. You know, you said <laughs> you said you were shaking hands with some coaches. So you know, I want to know who you were recruited by. I don't even think I even asked you. You know, like what's funny is what, what I'm loving about this podcast is. You know, y'all are my boys and guys that I, I've been in the trenches with, guys that I've been with for a while. You know, like you mentioned, we went overseas. You know, we played different teams, but we were, you know, together um, going kind of through the same experiences. But there's some things that I don't know, you know, and and what's what's cool about this is now I get to ask you. So who were you recruited by and uh, was a- and what was that process like for you? Man, it was brand new because at the time I never really knew about getting recruited or playing football at the next level. You know, I was still brand new to all that as far as when it came to getting recruited. Because it's not like now where you just put a huddle up and put out there to the world to see. Like these guys had to actually come and sit down and talk to you. You know, you got the letters. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Tulane was hot on me at the time. Um, you know, I, you know. Definitely made my visits up to LSU a few times to go talk to them and the coaching staff. Okay, they came down all right, all right. I see you, Stunt. Um, but I actually, man, before San Diego State, I was actually committed to go to Auburn. Dang. Okay, so but now we, now we got to get into Auburn that. Auburn is what they are now. Auburn was still on a, you know, up and down and, you know, so. But we they still, had just had a coaching change. We still got to get into that. All right, so tell me that story. <laughs> well, they had just made a coaching change, and so – during the season, before the coach got fired, you know, they were high on me. They, you know, they wanted to bring me in. And I was like, look, you guys were like one of the first schools that were from day one, you know, getting letters, getting books, whatever else they were sending out, came and talk. I mean, I was talking to them almost every other day. And then, uh, so me just not knowing, I was like, well, I like them. They, they, they like me, I like them, so I'm going there. Um, then they had a coaching change towards the end of the year. And when that change happened, the new coach kind of honored everything that was kind of going on. But he told me he was up front. We're going to try to go get some, you know, some junior college guys and end up 
but we're going to honor everything if you want to still come. And it just didn't feel right. You know, you know, my parents are kind of into it. They're like, well, you know, if this guy really doesn't want you there, why would you want to go there? So, and that's kind of when Coach uh, Coach Camp, yeah. Coach Camp came in strong from the back door uh, because a lot of schools I had kind of told them I was like, well, I think I'm probably gonna go to Auburn, and then it was like, all right, well, we'll still recruit you. So, but Tulane, Coach Camp from San Diego State, he was strong, but you know, but a lot of people didn't know Coach Camp actually played at my high school. Oh, okay, so he had kind of like a. Yeah, he had an inside, you know, and I was, you know, I actually played with his cousin, his younger cousin. He was a little bit younger than me. Uh, so when he came, it was like family because we knew, you know, my family knew his family. Yeah. So when he came, of course, my parents was like, I would like it, coach. You know, you're telling us everything we want to hear. That's a long trip from the boot. Uh, but they came and then Clemson came on late. This was back way before Clemson, the way they are now. Let me go ahead and say that, you know. Yeah. They won winning national championships back then. Uh, so, but at the same time, there still was an ACC school. So, yeah. they still were a pretty, a pretty good school. So, um, of course, ULL and ULM. So, pretty much all Louisiana schools are pretty on me, you know. But, you know, just I ain't going to lie. I took a trip out to San Diego State in the mid-January, I think it was. It was raining in New Orleans. I had a big jacket on. Got to San Diego and it was 75 degrees with the sun out. Yes, sir. That's our, our biggest selling point right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, you know, I came out there, had a good time. Plus, you know, knowing that Coach Camp was recruiting me, as well as Mike Franklin and Hubert Calise, you know, we got to talk amongst ourselves about if we were going to, you know. So and we, when we all chose San Diego State, we knew we was coming out there to New Orleans connection. So yeah. you did you know them before your wait? You went on a trip with them. Is that how you guys talked? No, nah, I didn't. Um, I didn't go on it because I think Mike came in December, and I want to say Hugh came in December. They might either they came in December or one of them came the week before me. I know that, and I came in like mid January. And like, you, and you but you knew them. But you knew them. I played against Mike. Okay. So me and Mike knew each other just from because we were um, in the same region or conference, if you want to say. Okay. So he played at St. Augustine High. I played at Archbishop Shaw. So we played all four years against each other. Got it. Uh, he was definitely their star running back. You know, he was the guy for them. And I was just an old lineman on the side getting dirty. Yeah. Uh, and me and Hugh didn't even know each other because he played, you know, uh, George Washington Culver. And so – you know, we never played them, but Coach Kent was good by trying to make sure that we each other before we made our decisions, and then we kind of got cool from just beating that, you know, from that aspect, and then we kind of made a decision like, "Look, man, let's do it." Hey, I let's think I think there. Coach Kent lightweight uh, orga- organized that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, "Let me link them." You know, I can see these two are leaning. We got to get him. So let's, you know, he probably organized orchestrated that right there. It was like they're gonna recruit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and he did because you know Mike wanted to play running back. Yeah, you know Mike kind of followed in Marshall Fox's footsteps. Uh, wanted to play running back because a lot of teams, a lot of schools, recruiting Mike to play DB. Um, Hugh was just a, a talent. I mean, he could play whatever you put him at. I mean, I remember seeing clips of Hugh when he played quarterback and receiver and DB. So, I mean, he, anywhere you put him on the field, 
he was gonna be a be a dog. So yeah, you know, I'm not sure how many offers he had, but I know Mike got a lot for DB to play DB. But he wanted to play running back, and that I think that was the biggest selling point ever for him was that. Hey man, they said the same thing about Marshall Falk, and look, he came out here and he balled out. Yeah, that that helped definitely. So, is there any besides the weather, you know? And then you mentioned those two other guys. Um, was that was there anything else that was like, yeah, I made it feel like that's where I want to be? I mean, it sounds like Coach Camp had played a big part in that all as well. I mean, all the coaches that year, man. That we had, if you think about that year. You know, even though we wasn't with them for very long, but Coach T, I mean, when he came down for the home visit, I mean, he just was a cool cat, came in, kept it 100. Uh, and when I came out there for the visit, just the whole, everything, all the players. I mean, JR was one of my guys that were, um, uh, that hosted me around, who uh, I think of Bo Tricky. Um, trying to think of some other guys. Akbar was around, you know, so, all those big brother guys were there and they were just so cool and down to earth. So when I got out there, they just all of them. And it was by probably one of my best trips at the time. So I was just like, man, these cool, these guys are cool. You know, yeah. so Larry Ned, he was there. So it was you know, and I'm looking at, you know, oh, ooh, you you're starting running back, you come and hang out with me. Like, all right, no problem. You know, other schools just kind of put people with you that might play or something, but I was sitting there hanging out with the starting guys. I mean, J.R. Tovum, starting receiver. You know, yeah. Bo Tricky, you know, one of the linebackers getting a lot of reps. You know, Akbar was coming off an injury. So. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, I'm glad they did because I'm glad I got to actually be <laughs> come in with you and play with you, you know. Wait, actually, how did that, that happen? You know, I, I think it's kind of interesting sometimes to hear how you, like, either made that call or – you know, because uh, I think Marshall was, he told us a story about how, you know, he was just in class and then, you know, they, Coach Luganville called him and, and basically, you know, offered him and he he basically told his coach, like, yeah, they, they, they I told you the first school that offered me running back, I'm going. And it just so happened to be San Diego State. And I, I was like, man, that's a, that's a cool story. So do you have any kind of story like that? I mean, only reason I ask these questions is because I'm hoping that future generations, guys that are maybe even contemplating coming to San Diego State, you know, they might hear something that you're like, yeah, you know, and then, you know, make them come here. Well, uh, Coach Toner, man, I was, I want to say it was, I feel like it was Saturday morning. Might have been Friday. Uh, I think it was Saturday, Saturday morning when I came through, did the whole walkthrough. This is when we had the old building before we had the new building. Yeah. And I'm showing my age, man, showing our age a little bit. <laughs> hey, bro, uh, <laughs> but we caught the end of the old building. Yeah, the end, and we, we was at the end of it. We, yeah. we transitioned into the new building. Yeah, we had it made. Uh, I like I liked that. I liked when we got there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, um, they offered me on the spot. Um, but I already kind of knew that was going to happen because uh, a couple other places that already did that too as well. But they were just so sincere about it. You know, when I came in, they were like, we want you to come in and play. We don't want you to red shirt. We don't, and, and when they talked to me, I felt, you know, like they meant it. And, you know, the other schools were kind of like, you know, you probably going to red shirt the first year. Like, you know, other schools were like, you probably red shirt the first year. Nah, when they came in, when I came in, they were like, look, we like you a lot. 
we want to offer you. But then you got a chance to come in and play. Now, we're not saying start, but at least get some playing time. And um, I was like, okay, man, I think that high level me. I didn't think I was that good. I'm sitting there like, I didn't think I was that good. Wow. All right. And then um, I didn't didn't accept right there on the spot. I said, no, I got thinking over my parents. And I went home, talked it over with my offensive line coach and head coach. Um, But – you know, I really didn't make my decision until that uh, that Friday before signing day. I called up Coach Camp and I said, "Look, man, I'm gonna go ahead and commit with you guys." Nobody, and it was just me and him. Nobody else was around. This was before cell phone. Well, kind of right at the cell phone. You know, uh, when people started having cell phones, but I didn't have one, so I had to call him from the house phone. And hey, Coach, uh, I think I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna sign with you guys on signing day. He just oh, man, you serious? I'm like, yep, I I'm going to do it. What about your parents? I said, they're going to find out on signing day. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I want to I want to hear that. Hold on. Signing day. So, look, I don't know if you know my story. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't re- highly recruited like that. I wasn't, you know, so so I didn't, I didn't get to partake in that kind of stuff. So this stuff is exciting to me, especially when it's my boy. So um, yeah. did you have, you know how nowadays it's kind of a production, you know, they have the hat. Yeah, it's a, no, nah, I, I didn't have any of that. Oh, okay. Okay. I, just I, didn't have, I did it. Uh, man, I actually, my parents didn't even really take off of work. So when I told him, when I woke up that morning, I had the, all the different school paperwork. I told my parents, my mom, my dad, like, look, I'm going to go to San Diego State. Oh. My dad was upset. He wanted me to go to Tulane. I said, dad, I don't want to go to Tulane. You know, just too close to home. And for yeah. me, it was too close for home. I mean, I live five minutes away from Tulane. Yeah. Uh, loved San Diego State when I was out there. So I picked San Diego State. Um, I actually, you know, signed a day, just basically a formality. Because you actually sign the paperwork and they fax it in early in the morning when you make a decision. Mm-hmm. And then so when you do the whole sitting there at the table and that like you sign it, you just really just acting like you just signed a piece of paper. Uh but but yeah, I, you know, got to school. My coaches met me, they're like, you made a decision. I said, Yes, sir. Told them I was going to San Diego State. They went ahead and made sure all the paperwork was signed and faxed everything over, transcripts, whatever they needed. And then um we actually went to I'm going to go ahead and show my age again for all those teachers out there, the library, at the media center. We didn't call it. We had no media in there. There was only books in there. We didn't have any technology yet, really. There were a few little desktop computers that were huge. Uh, so, you know, the library and then had a little table with the little emblem of the school and everything. I like I was signing. I think my mom might have been there. I think my dad came a little bit later. But it was like we did it in the morning. Just kept it moving. Took some pictures, sent it off to the the news people, and that was about it. That's dope. Do you still have those pictures? My mom does. My mom probably has them somewhere. Yeah, you better get those somewhere. and digitize them because I know they're not digitized. <laughs> I know it's a you have nah. the, film, the film strips. <laughs> <laughs> so for that pomper, you we walking around, everybody kind of high fiving you, like, oh man, you going to San Diego State and yada yada. You could look, you know, you start, you know. The next morning, you pick the paper up. You want to see where everybody went because you know we had the paper back then. We didn't have Twitter and yep. Facebook. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you had to pick that sports page up to see all the people that you knew from around the city that was going places. And I remember calling Mike up uh, later on that week, and we talked about it. Like, man, look. So I, I feel like 
I want to say we got together that weekend. I think Coach Camp had flew in, and I think we all hung out that weekend. Um, we did. He flew in that weekend. Me, Hugh, and, and Mike all got together. We had uh, lunch or something like that. And we just talked about it and we said, man. And we started planning when we were going to get up to school. I don't know if you remember me and Mike were up there early. Yeah, so was I. I mean, obviously, because I live yeah. five minutes away, but. Five minutes. <laughs> no, no, hey, man, look, Rob, man, you, hey, you were the guy. Now, when we got there, hey, y'all need to be more like Ortiz. Come on. You know, don't forget, I came in out of shape. Old told me up. <laughs> hey, but he was giving it to me too before y'all got there. So y'all were just the yeah. next ones in line. I think it was me and Marcus first. Me and him were there yeah. like early, and then you guys came right after. And then Coach O told me up. Oh, this oh, you hey, you've been down to eat red beans all day. So like, come on, Coach. When you came on your visit, you was 275. You came back, you 300. I'm like, bro. Look. Coach O, rest in peace. You know, yes. he he. I owe a lot to him. You know, for getting me right as far as my mentality. You know, he wasn't letting me slack. He wasn't letting me do anything. Um, you know, and, and everything I, in the street, coach man. He, I remember if it wasn't really for him, because I mean there were times I'd be up in there like, man, I'm ready to go home. He'd be like, what you gonna go home for? And then he just talked to me, get me back out there, throw this weight up, let's go. So he was the guy, man. He, I remember when we got up there. Like go, and, like go. So a lot of people. You mean go home, home or home, go home? Like Louisiana yeah, home. He called me. Yeah, he called me in. He'd be like, "Oh man, go home for." So I'm like, man, cause, you know. So you know, because everybody gets, you know, when you're away from home for that long time, you know, and even when he wasn't the football uh, strength conditioning coach, I still would talk to him, you know, because he was that guy. Um, I just remember everything, like the two days. Like a lot of people don't realize, back when we came, you still had that freshman week of two days. Mm-hmm. And yes, we banged and banged and banged. And then all of a sudden, here come these big dogs come in, like Chester Pitts and, and Akbar, you know, Bajabia Miller and Bo Tricky at linebacker and all those other guys that were just, oh, fresh meat on the line. Let's go get them. That's right. And, and, and they were like, line them up. We've been hearing about him all week. Put him right here. Let's go. Hey, man, what you want with me? I'm just a freshman, dude. Yeah, I'm, on. I'm on your side, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to get us better. Right. So, but I mean, having coaches like that, like Coach Ball, you know, Coach Baldwin getting there and he, he you know, he allowed me to sit in there and learn from them guys like Chester and um, you know, John Ingram, man, that big tank. Man, tank got me through many a days. Yep. Are you like, hey, where you gonna go? What you gonna do? So, but I mean, I just enjoy being around them guys, man. That's all them guys, family, brother. May not talk all the time, but I mean, the tradition that we've had. I mean, then of course when Coach White came in, Ed White being linked to those guys that he coached when he was there before us. So, yeah, and um, good times. You know, I, I I have to mention, you know, me and you. Freshman year, baby. Uh, what were we? Scout team players of the year. Co. Yes, yes. Co players of the Co. year. Yep. Now, what was your mentality going into your freshman year? Because I know they told you you can play uh, potentially. Yep. 
Um, but you didn't. Obviously, you were red shirting with me. But um, yes, just 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 wondering what your mentality was going in. Um, and then once you once once it was all said and done, you were red shirting. Um, you know what, what what was going through your mind? Well, really, I mean, basically, but I'll, same thing. Everything everybody else was thinking. You know, let's just go out here and just have fun playing football. Um, and being out there with those guys and learning from those guys. And, and and if you don't remember, man, that year was a tough year for everybody in the country, you know, being that, you know, that was 9-11. Yeah. Um, I remember we had some injuries on the, the O-line that year. And matter of fact, that was when Hugh got to travel for the first time after 9-11 because we had some injuries. And we had some injuries on the O-line. There was a possibility of me traveling. And Coach, Coach Baldwin said, no, nah, you know what? I think we should just keep him at home because if he, we don't want to lose his red shirt year because he can be good for us for the next four years. And I remember him talking to me about it. He said, man, just keep doing what you're doing here at practice. I said, I'm just having fun. Trust me. I'm, this is like, this is easier than high school right now. I only got to practice a few days a week. Then, you know, game week, I'm, you know, the weekend I get to hang out. Oh, man, I'm loving this. I don't know. So, we we might have had the, the the realest blue steel scout team. You know, it oh, was, was us. We have Mike. We had Kasim. Uh, <laughs> we had uh, that Ronnie D. Ronnie D. Oh man! Now you wasn't stopping Ko man when Ko got started. Ko, I mean, he transferred in. You weren't stopping Ronnie D. Would hit them slant rods like nobody else, man. Um, but we had a scout. Like, we had a real scout team now. I mean, I'm, mind you, there was many a days I done walked off that field having to fight by four or five D linemen, linebackers. Right. They get, and they get in the locker room, and, and we still mad. I'm like, man, look, they just told me to go hard to paint, man. What you want from me? I'm just, I'm an 18-year-old kid doing what they told me to do. And that's, and that's the mentality I was talking about because, you know, you were the co-scout player of the year. So, I, you know, I didn't know you were dealing with that like I was, like, I had even um, fast forwarding like 10 years later, I had like Dylan Robles, I had uh, Pavelko, um, you know, these are all the DBs and linebackers, but they hated me, you know, and they even told me 10 years ago that they hated me, but they respect me now because, <clears throat> excuse me, because, you know, I was going hard and I was just, you know, trying to make them better, and and it did, and they they admitted that it did make them better. So, uh, you know, I had oh, no yeah. idea you were going through the same thing, which is gotta, amazing. You think, man. I, Go ahead. I had a I, I had a big bear in the middle by the name of Jerome Haywood. Yes, sir. Big Romy, and then when Romy lit it up, Romy was gonna put that bull rush on you, hit you with that baby club, and you was gonna go flying. Yeah. So, but the stuff I've learned from those guys, because I mean, Rome had a Great career in the CFL. I mean, he's coaching down there with New Mexico now. Um, I mean, he the stuff I've learned just from going against him every day as a freshman. I mean, I was a center and a guard, and he's playing a nose, you know, that inside nose technique. I mean, just going against him in one-on-ones. And, you know, then he was a great mentor off the field as well because he would, hey, man, you had me on this. If you just move your hand like this, you'd have had me. You'd have locked me down. You know, so it was 
a lot of give and take. I mean, that's the one thing I would say about the D line that, you know, when my freshman year, them guys will always come back and say something to us. And even though they might be mad at us, it might take them a few days, but they'll come back and say, Hey man, look, you know, you had me right here. Or, and that brotherhood was always strong. Like we might fight against each other. You know, I remember every time the scout team O-line got into a little brawl, they come big tank, chest, all of them coming on the field protecting us. And same thing with D-line, you know, those those other guys would come right on the field too. Yeah. But it was just, it was always out of love. It wasn't out of hatred or anything. Them guys, now nah, there was a few times we took it back to the locker room a few times. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, the locker room did get a little high. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be real solid in there for a little while. But, you know, after a while, man, we go break bread and it's all over with. But, but see, ask for better guys to play the, with. The fact that, uh, uh, Jerome had the even the confidence in himself to even tell you that to even come back to you and be like, "Yo, you you had me there." If you would have just did this, you know, um, I, one guy that did that to me for me was Ricky Sharp. Uh, right. You know, he would always encourage me. You know, like especially on like special teams scout. Uh, you know, I'd be kicking his butt on the outside. You know, uh, chasing down the the punt returner. And, you know, everybody else would be pissed off if I beat them. And he was the only one that was like, hey, man, just keep coming, keep doing what you're doing, man. You know, like that gave me the confidence that I needed to continue down the road I was going. Had I had maybe a, a couple more people lift me up off the ground and tell me, what, am, what are you trying to be, the scout team All-American? You know, like had I had a couple more of those, I don't know, I might have, you know, been like – Back off see, a little would, bit. But see, what people don't realize, you would fight a different fight. And I, I commend all I walk on because almost everyone we had was a dog like you. I mean, they would come out and go, I won't say extra hard, but they would just go hard in the paint. And it got noticed. Yeah. I mean, we would always notice it. I mean, just think about the guys we hung out with. I mean, me, you, our offensive guys, we hung out with guys like Kurt, Marv, defensive guys, because they yep. would just – you know, now don't get to it. We hung out with our office guys too, off the field too, as well. But that's just guys that we kind of, because they always looked out for us as well. I mean, Kirk would always let me know if I got him. I mean, he was only a, a year older than us. So if I, if he was getting reps that year because he was playing a little bit, especially special teams. He's like, man, you had me, man. You came on that that scoop or that reach or whatever it might have been. Man, you got me. I'm like, hey, man, I'm just out here trying to do me. Yep. Mar Marv was that guy for me. Like he would stay after, after uh, practice with me, and just because I, to be honest, I was I was trash, <laughs> um, and I didn't I didn't think I was trash, but like looking back, I'm like, damn, I was I wasn't that good. But then you know, Marv would stay with me after after uh, after practice, and we I, we would just run routes and we do one on ones, and eventually I just started. You know, it went from him just dominating me. You know, and I might get a couple catches here and there to all of a sudden it was even, you know, 50-50. Then all of a sudden he was getting worried. He, he'll even tell you, be like, damn, man, you beat me today, you know. So, um, you know, it's good to have guys like that on the other side of the ball that that can help you get better um, as a player and, you know, like us, offensive players. Yeah, well, the, the main person, and I wouldn't do him any justice right now if I didn't say this, Man, Mike Franklin, 
my roommate, every year I was in San Diego State, at San Diego State, came in together. That was, like, you talk about a, a, a real brother right there. I mean, we looked out for each other. And a lot of people didn't notice, but going into our redshirt freshman year, that second year, you know, Mike had a lot of, you know, a lot of hype, a lot of buzz around him. And being his roommate, I'm just, you know, old lineman over here. Ain't nobody talking about me, worrying about me, nothing. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be right there, when, you know, next to Mike. Like, man, look, we're going to do our thing. Mike will be the main one. I ain't nothing without you. You got to block for me. You got to do everything for me. So I'm not nothing unless you out here getting it in. And so going into that year with being a backup, potentially a backup and Mike was getting a lot of buzz, and man, it, you know, call him MF2. I like, man, I got to be on the field, man. It, it ain't gonna be just you. I got to be there too. So my motivation was to be on the field with my brother. Yeah. And like every day I would show the practice, and that's that was my mentality. And I ain't gonna lie, a lot of people don't know this, but that first game we played um, Fresno State. Oh Fresno State that year, we was getting the bottles thrown on us. Yeah. Uh, I was mad I didn't play. Like I went in for a PAT rep. I got the only rep I got that game was on PAT. But when they got blocked, psh. yeah, but it wasn't for me though. <laughs> <laughs> I was so me. pissed, man. Yeah, it wasn't for me, my yeah. When we went in, and then um, so the next week, we about to play them boys. Yep. Uh, Arizona State. I feel like I think that's what it was. no Colorado, right? Colorado, Colorado. Because yeah, that was my first next. catch. That's the only reason why I know. It was my first did a little hitch, you know, caught me a little ball. Yeah, that's right. And I went in against Colorado. And we was up there and playing against some some family friends. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of people don't know this, but when we played uh, Vance Joseph, who was a uh, you know, NFL coach as well as, yeah, he was on their coaching staff. I think, hold on. Was he was he with the Niners? <laughs> Coach, did he uh, coach the Niners? I think he is there. Uh, he's I, been with Miami. He's been with several places now. I but uh, think he, I think he was with the Niners when, I, if I'm correct, I think he was there when I was there. But yeah, he was he was one of the coaches on that team when we played Colorado up there because uh, his family member Sammy Joseph, who I also played with, they all played at my high school, and that's when we went up there. That's remember after the game. I don't know if you remember, but I actually hung out with them for a little bit before we got. We got on the bus to go back home, but um, yeah, that's that was my first game. I actually got real minutes. Colorado up there, University of Colorado, Boulder, and so we was up there playing. And when I got in, I ain't know what I was doing. <laughs> I, I feel like I that's, that's everybody. <laughs> like, shoot. I got in and I had been working on one side, and they threw me to the other side, and I was like, "Man, I'm a 19 year old kid trying to give and do what?" All right. And it was on TV. So yep. we were like, so I got in. My mom and my parents calling me out of the game. Oh, we saw you get in. So I was like, you didn't do too bad to that one kid hit you. I was like, who are you telling? So, <laughs> I'm the one <laughs> that got yeah. hit. What's cool about O-line, though, cool about O-line, the camera is always in the center. You're always yeah. center guard. You're always on that camera, no matter what. But at least for that, for that little moment, and then if it's a pass, it pans out, or if it's a run. Depending on if it's inside or outside. But yeah, we, and then the following week we played Arizona State. And then that's when I, I got, that's when 
I became who I finished out being at San Diego State because I played. I went in the second series, and that's oh. when they had um, uh, out uh, Terrell Suggs. Yes, yes. I know I made it on Terrell Suggs highlight one time because he I came on a pool and he met me right there. <laughs> but and I, what he, happened? He met what me. happened? <laughs> he met me right. I came around. He just met me right there in the hole, and I was like, "Yeah, brother, I, I know why you' about to be a first round draft pick." But I mean, hey, I played. Hey, I didn't give up. I stayed out there because you know, eventually we ended up on the same side, and I had to block him a few more times. So. But after that game, I realized what college football was like. I mean, Colorado was kind of a little different. But that game right there, because I played from the second series on, and I got to – I had to learn real fast what it meant to be a Division One athlete. So, but I enjoyed it. After that, I ain't look, I ain't look back. Yeah. That's, that's you dope, think. man. You, but you, was, but you, you weren't playing center, were you? I was playing guard. Yeah, guard. Because Jonathan Ingram, big yeah, tank. He was, t- he was telling me every play, hey, man, you got this. No problem. Tell me who I got. <laughs> that helps. I'm going to block him. Yeah, that helps. And then, sure. But that, that year was fun. I mean, that actually was our first year with Coach um, Kraft. Coach Kraft. And uh, JR and Sim were just lighting it up. Yeah, Adam mean, Hall too. I mean, you got Adam, Adam Hall. Hall. I don't think Adam Hall gets enough love. He was a ball. He, he doesn't, man. He doesn't. But he, I mean, for him to be back there, he took a lot of hits too. Because we was the young old line. Yep. We were real young. I mean, between me, uh, Mike Cracklick, um, who else did we have? I think uh, that might have been it. We we're two young guards. Uh, you know, Crack was playing guard and tackle. Trying to think of who else we had, but I mean, Dar- we only Darby, had, Dickey. Yeah, but them guys were new too because before them, that was Chess. You know, Chess the Pitch was out there. So that line was pretty much almost a new line. That whole five that we had out there was, or six or seven, because we had a couple guys that played a little bit too, which is all brand new. Yeah. Because they had graduated. The only person returning, I think, off that line was, uh, was Big Tank. Jonathan Ingram, I think he was the only one returning at center, but everybody else was new. And so Adam Hall took some shots and would get up after every one. I mean, yes, sir. And, and he, he got the mean, huddle and say, they just give, hold him. My point is, they give, you know, you, you got to give Kasim and JR their, their shine, but somebody was throwing them the rock. Somebody was. And he was taking some hit. Like I said, give Adam Hall. I mean, I know he's doing a great job with the strength and conditioning program down there. Because uh, I, you know, but man, that man stood in there and was just telling, hey, just block, man. I'll block for us. We're going to make it happen. Absolutely. And sure enough, he, that ball will be in the air. And, I'm, and I can tell you this if anybody watched any of that film from that year, you probably thought I wasn't blocking anybody because I was always the first person in the end zone trying to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, I think I got a few pictures. Um, <laughs> a couple of my, couple of my touchdown pictures. You know, I oh, see yeah. you, you're in them. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna celebrate my family now because look, it's, it's hard to score now. Absolutely. So. You're here now. You know, you did well at San Diego State. Uh, went on to the next level. You know, and uh, now you're a coach. You have a family. You know, if you can look back and talk to, uh, you know, yourself and and anybody else that may be in your position, 
uh, today. But going back to yourself at 18, 19, you know, is there anything you would tell, you know, any piece of advice or wisdom you would give yourself? Um, you know, it could be one thing, it could be a few things. Um, man, trust your heart. It's a good one. Trust it. You know, people always ask me why San Diego State, and I tell them it was right. It felt right. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people make decisions off of, you know, the name mm-hmm. or what's going on. Like, you know, oh, I want to go play for this school. If I went anywhere else, I might have been just a number. Yeah. I was able to go to San Diego State and become something. You know, and I tell a lot of kids, it's not about where you go, you know, but if you trust your heart that you feel like you're going to be able to get the, they're going to be able to get the best out of you, go there. Yeah. You know, and if it happens to be a name, that's fine. If it's not, go where you think is the best fit for you and trust it, you know. And then when you, while you're there, deal with that adversity. You know, no matter what that adversity may be, deal with it. We've gotten to the age where a lot of kids are, will move and transfer and go somewhere else because it may be easier or maybe they, they just like it over there better, whatever may, the, the issue may be. It just doesn't make you. It doesn't make you a better a person in life if you can't deal with that adversity there. Now, I understand wanting to be me and shine and be able to transfer somewhere else to start or play a lot more, mm-hmm. but you always gonna have somebody that's bigger, stronger, faster, no matter where you're at. Yeah. So you might as well just trust it in your heart, trust your gut. If you go there, stick it out, and prove to those people that you can. I do, you know, you can transfer for other reasons, you know. Don't get along with the coaching staff. Yeah. Or you don't feel that same vibe anymore in the locker room that you that you once felt. Mm-hmm. But trust in your heart, man. I trust in my heart that San Diego State was the place for me. It, it, it never turned its back on me, no matter who it was or why I was there. I mean, every single one of those guys. I call up to this day that I played with and we it's like we never left off. I mean, yeah. when you're out here in Atlanta for the Super Bowl, yes, sir. I called you and was like, hey man, let me know when you're free. I'm just gonna pull up and say what's up. Yeah. You know, you know, when Kirk came out here for the Super Bowl, I was like, hey man. And I actually got a chance to meet up with him for like two minutes. Yeah. That, that's it. That's all I needed, man. I didn't want anything. Just, hey, see my brothers and say what's up, you know. Yeah. Akbar, when he came out here for um, American uh, working Ninja Warrior, you know, got me passes and had my kid. We sit in front row. We, that's a brother, you know. Played against him, been at the, you know, been there with him. So just like when I go home, I might not talk to Mike Frank all the time or Hubert Khalees, but man, if you get on the phone with us or Twitter, text, or whatever it may be, man, we like we never left. Is there? So you can't, you know. You can't build a relationship if you're always moving. That's Get true. somewhere, trust your heart, believe in it, man. Make those connections. Cause I just remember, like, man, a lot of people don't know this, man. My rookie year in the league, once you know, I got released by the Redskins. Uh-huh. When the Eagles signed me, the day the next day, I stayed with Matt McCoy for two years. Was one of our linebackers at San Diego State. Stayed with him. Yeah, I didn't know that, brother. All he asked, me, hey man, I might ask for a whole lot. Just chip in where you can. I was a rookie. I was a rookie, so he, you know, he had got drafted the year before, second round. Like, man, you know, I'm not. It's not like I'm broke. I'm, you know, help out when you can, or 
pay this bill or whatever it might be. So, man, brother, he was a true brother, man, looked out for me. So, you know, same thing, I did the same thing when he got picked up by the Saints. I called my family, hey, man, y'all look out for my guy down here. Yes, and make sure he's straight. If he needs I'll look out for him. So, but, you know, it's just everywhere, you know, there's always an Aztec somewhere around. It's, it's all about keeping close connections with them, even no matter if it's the older generation or the young generation. So, I love I know, that. I love you know, that, man. Keeping, keeping us together, that's fine. That's why I'm glad you're doing this. That's why I'm glad my brother's doing this. Yes, sir. I mean, that's that's what it's about. I'm trying to bridge that gap. You know, because there's a lot of stories, a lot of journeys out there that we ha- we don't we've never heard, and that we um, could potentially learn from. You know, uh, guys, even guys that aren't Aztecs yet, uh, they they don't they they may they may hear something in us um, in your story that they might you know hold on to and be like, you know what. I'm going to go to San Diego State, you know. So I'm hoping that th- with with this podcast that that I can, you know, not only bridge the gap and, and, and learn from my brothers, but also, you know, hopefully help us get some future ballers. <laughs> and that's, if you're looking for a great place to play, you know, I've, I've been around that coaching staff a few times. I mean, former one of our guys, he was a young pup when we were there, is the O-line coach. Yep. You know, uh, man. You can't beat Sabrina Bree White in academics. No, nope. shout out Bree. Hey, Bree, listen, you know, shout to, out listen Bree, to the man. podcast. You, hey, you helped me graduate. Yeah, you know, me too. Thank you. You know, you helped, you helped us get through. She's been there holding down, man. She asked that through and through. Um, even though she, you know, she still had her places when she, other places she's been, but she's been there for so long. She, she deserves to have that A on her. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. We need to get her. I should get her on the show, huh? You should, man. The story she can tell about all of us. <laughs> right. The ones before well, actually, us and actually, after us. Actually, maybe I don't. <laughs> she, has, <laughs> she probably has some stories. I don't even remember. Like, oh, yeah, she geez. got stories, you know, so shout out to her. I mean, you're not going to find a better cast of people put together to that, that got us all through. I mean, yeah. all the way for the training room, you know, the strength conditioning program. I mean, it's great when you can walk in and you see former Aztecs in there no matter where it may be, no matter if it's in the coach's office, down there in the weight room, or in the athletic, you know, the training room. DJ and at upstairs. the games, you know, DJ. <laughs> oh, hey, trust me. Uh, you know, I used to watch every single little, little clip you have on Facebook. I'd be missing it. Uh, and I had planned I had planned on coming out this year for homecoming. Damn. Uh, well, you know, so. look, hey, they're still potentially going to have a season, so I'm hearing. So but, you might need to, I, you might need gonna, to check. You might need to check your schedule. It, if I do, I'm flying out Saturday morning and leaving Sunday morning because uh, I still because our season to be uh, still uh, kind of going on. Wait, you know, are so. are you guys playing now? Yes. Yeah. So, but but what I'm saying is, I think they're oh. they're thinking of pushing the this. The schedule. Hey, oh, dang. So, so you you wouldn't even be. I don't even think you would be in season. I'm, a, I'm, I'm the head track coach. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh okay. Well, hey. So then again, that, I mean, but if if there is a season, I still I'm gonna try to make it. I know I'm definitely gonna make it once the new stadium is built. Yes, That's, I got yes. to. I got to come see that. I mean, I'm, I'm a Mr. Q. Love playing the Qualcomm. Definitely love playing when when the Chargers. I'm not the Chargers. The, the Padres was there. 
And you had that big dirt patch in the middle of the field. I didn't. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> that joint hurt. <laughs> hey, man, as a kid growing up, man, you only saw that, well, you know, from two stadiums, the it's, Chargers and the Niners. You're right about you know, that. So. You're right about – no, it was the Raiders. Not the Niners, right? The Raiders. Because I, I, I played against the Raiders when I was with the Niners, and that crap hurt still. Yeah, that, well, then uh, the Coliseum, because the Oakland A's play at, yeah, at the same that's stadium. Right. Yeah. But yeah, well, I played there too. My, you know, I, when they had it still down, I was like, man, that, it didn't hurt that bad in college. That, that, hey, man, that dirt hurt. It hurt to me. Don't, don't <laughs> let it hurt, the, you know, don't let it, you know, a big old lineman with them big braces on get that dirt stuck up in there. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, yeah, man. man. I appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your journey. Um, we'll stay connected. I'll get you back um, again. I, I'm, I'm hoping that I can get, I could um, work something out where I could get a couple guys on at the same time, and I, I think that would be fun. But um, again, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your journey with us. And uh, good luck to you this season. What's oh, your, man, what's, what, you, man. Are you guys, uh, you know, pretty good or? Man, we, we're going we're young this year but we got a chance to, to make a nice little run to the playoffs so we'll so who, we'll see what happens who, you know? who are you pushing to come to San Diego State then that's what I want to know I actually got a couple guys that would would do well out there hey. uh, I got an old lineman uh he's he's a big boy uh he's about six two right now Ah, oh, you six two. Oh, he's, he's right in the now. room hold on get him yeah. on the camera hold on let me see come on Trey I got to, I got to look the life of a coach never ends. I got to bring him home in a minute. So <laughs> he only, a, he only a sophomore. So tell, tell coach Mike up there. Hey, look, that's a big boy back there. Oh yeah. Okay. We can uh, use you brother. Hey, stay on the straight and narrow. <laughs> listen to coach, uh, do your work and, uh, never stop working. Uh, yeah. He, he, he a good one, man. He, he'll be a good one to come out there. I got a, I got a D lineman. He's a junior this year. We're trying to put some weight on him. He'll be a good, you know, stand-up in outside linebacker-ish. And then we got a um, we got a couple other more, you know. But it's just hard, man. We lost that connection out here. They stopped kind of coming out here. So I got to. You, it's, you it's are the connection, to, son. Come on, man. You are that hey, connection. Well, you know what? I'm going to, you know what? Make a phone call. Let them know I'm out here. Whatever they need, I'll go, look. I'll do the recruiting out here for them. Yeah. And we got to come to Georgia. I'll go, look. I'll put my, my standing on state shirt on, go over there and do what I got to do. Yes, sir. Hey, you just call me and be like, look, man, get this tape to whoever, this link, and I'll do what I can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the only way I feel like things get done is when, you know, people oh, yeah. continue to consistently push, you know, like, oh, here. Check this guy out. Check this guy out, you know? Oh, that's it. That's that's kind of how we got to do it. Uh, but it's just hard because the back in the day, man, the West Coast schools always came to the South. Mm-hmm. And it's getting less and less now. You know, I don't even we don't even see a lot more, a lot of them coming out here. Be it because you can watch everything online, but they may make their rounds. And I know at one point, you know, Coach, uh, Coach Big Daniels was coming out here for a while. Yeah, because he's smart. He, uh, <laughs> he knows. He know, See, he's old school, so he knows. He's old school, so he was coming out here. So I don't know what zone they have now. Uh, I know at one point they were going to Texas and not coming this far out. But 
you know, because we had a Florida connection as well. You can't forget about them. Now, the Florida connection came in a little after us. Yeah. But, you know, so they, you know, trust me, I'm always going to support the red and the black now. So. Love that. Appreciate they you, need. If I got to go, if I got to go pull up on the kid right now, hey, Coke, we need you to go get so-and-so. I, I do what you, whatever you need me to do. So, I mean, that was a highlight, man. I, I just remember when Kyle Turley, Gave us a little shout out, talked to, to me and Mike about, um, you know, San Diego State. That's when he was playing with the Saints. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't much. It was like, hey, man, it's a good school. That's all he kind of said and left it at that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know what the, the restrictions were on which, how all that was back then, but that's all he said. I was like, man, it's a good school. You enjoy it. And, you know. And now look at you. <laughs> San, Diego, San Diego State alone, baby. Aztecs for life. (laughs) For life. Yes, sir. All right, man. You get back to doing what you do. Love you, man. Stay blessed. Stay positive. And uh, we'll get up soon. Appreciate you. All right, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.